Hey, welcome back to the Bloodthirsty Pugs podcast. So we missed an episode last week. Uh, school started back up again, and man, things have been busy. But we're back this week, and uh, we have myself and Aaron Collins sitting down. We're going to talk about leadership styles uh, and fitness, and we're going to introduce the first biannual Bloodthirsty Pugs strength lifting meet. It's a nerdy idea that I came up with. So uh, stick around. But here we go. Totally sketchy of me, but. Uh, for what? Just doing this in the middle of the day? Well, I got off work early. I have not. Ann watches Leo until I get home. So I get off work around 3. So I'm out in the front of my house in my Mustang. I haven't went in yet to make my presence known. And I'm out here drinking beer while she's inside <laughs> watching the young. <laughs> So you're just going to sit in your car. <laughs> so do you have a do you have a plan for um if she comes out and sees you in here talking? I guess I guess you just keep talking, she'll understand maybe, right? Yeah, I got an important phone call. <laughs> so my Mustang it, my Mustang has a recall on it. When they go off, they're exploding. So it's literally releasing shrapnel. Oh, wow. Your airbags, is that what you said? Airbags. Wow. Okay. So you basically have like frag grenades all around the inside of your vehicle. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, this is pretty impromptu. So I didn't have all my thoughts written down yet, but that's all right. I'll remember them as we go. Um, so what we're doing here for everyone who's listening is um, Aaron just he just moved. That's why we haven't had any episodes with him on for a while. And it's because he tore down his computer. And so he's still moving into his new place and getting that set up. So we're going to try doing one where we're just going to do our usual Skype thing. I'm going to record it and the quality won't be as good, but we can still talk about some fun stuff because I got some funny things to talk about tonight. Um, and then the other thing is we we're going to do this tonight, but now we're doing it earlier in the day, kind of impromptu and that's all right. We can squeeze it in whenever we can. So so if I come up with stuff on the spot, that's why. <laughs> so, okay, here's what Sorry, I want to talk about. My window, D. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I, I love we get to capture that moment live. Yep. That's been my whole summer, man. Bees coming after me. I haven't been stung in like six or seven years. And this summer alone, I've been stung six times, like throughout the summer. Yep. And if we would never have stepped on them, they never would have stung us. <laughs> that's true that's how they got me with stings mostly and then uh when i was fixing my car and they had made a nest in there i was invading their home but yeah it, ultimately i was talking to somebody and they said well it's probably because you're outside a lot more now and that's definitely true like i haven't been working outside as much now i'm out there and so now i'm encountering them whatever okay so so here's what i got so this is an, an interesting thing that I've noticed that you have done with at least two of your friends, maybe more. And it's always been not my style, but I'm starting to adopt it and I'm finding it to work. So when you and I became friends early in our relationship, I didn't know anything about working out, fitness, any of that kind of stuff. Um, I was kind of interested in it, but I just didn't know much. And you taught me a bunch. You just kind of explained how things go. But then but then you also do this thing. Can you still hear me? 
Okay, cool. So you also do this thing that's hilarious. Like whenever I come stay the night, I'll come walking out in the morning and you just hand me a glass of water and say, drink this. And then and I just do because, I mean, you know how the human body works. You know fitness. You know how. So you just say, here, drink this. I drink it. And then you refill it. You say, here, drink one more. And then after that, you're like, here's some coffee. Drink this. Like you meet all of my needs and you don't ask me to do it. You just put it in my hands and say, do it. And I just do it because why not? Like, it's good for me. It, w- it would be weird for me to say, no, I don't want to, I don't want to hydrate. What are you crazy? So for me, I've always, it's never been a problem for me. And I know you did, didn't you do that in a similar way with Vince? Like, so I'll let you talk a little bit. So like when you got Vince into working out, didn't you kind of do the same thing? Like, Hey, here, give me three weeks. We're doing this. Follow my lead. Yeah. I mean, I took a role of, okay, I'm no longer asking. I'm telling and I know it can be kind of uh, seem as forceful, but if you know what's good for somebody, it's key. And if you know at the end of the road, they're gonna they're gonna thank you, then that's why you're able to make that leap and do that. Like just force them to do it because they will thank you, and you gotta believe that. Yeah. So okay. So you have the confidence in what you're telling them is you're so confident that it's going to be good for them and they are going to thank you at the end that you're able to just kind of force them to do it a little bit. Yeah, dude, I completely like that's, that's how I'm able to make that bold move. See what's it's interesting. I'm learning this now because, and again, I I say this all the time. This is what this podcast is about growing and learning. So when I look at myself, I have always been the, well, I don't want to force somebody's hand. So I'll just gently, I'll just like, Hey, well, just so you know, you know, working out is really good for you. It's going to do blah, 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 all these things. And just so you know, when you drink lots of water, but I don't force it. I'm not forceful. And people often don't take my advice and they don't act on it. And so even though I have all this knowledge, I, it, because I'm so gentle with how I lead, my leadership style is gentle. It doesn't seem like people are taking it. And so I've been paying attention to yours and I noticed that I did it and Vince did it. And we both at the end said, yes, that was good quality. Like, thank you for that. So in thinking about that, I've been, when it comes to fitness, I've been talking to my wife about this. And you and I have talked about this personally. We know how important fitness is for her. And I don't want to give too many details about my wife's status and everything, but she has mental illness. She has anxiety, depression, those sorts of things. And anybody listening who has those things knows how it can cripple your life and can be just, I mean, the worst thing ever. And you and I have talked for years about how um, being physically active helps your brain chemistry so much. And, and, and we could go on and on. And I'll tell you about that too. Like there's always a separation between mind and body and then a constant struggle to unify mind, mind and body more, more than so ever. They're always disconnected, trying to link the body up with, with, with your mind, your mind and your body, i.e., man, I feel depressed and down. But your body, you work your body out, and hopefully your body's feeling up. But your mind's not connected with your body, and your body's not connected with your mind. And so that unity, the, 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 the union between the two, which we're struggling to, to balance. So you're saying like working out and fitness can help you find that union? Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, because here's the thing. If you see them as like a separation between church and state where they're, they may never be connected. Maybe they're not connected for a reason. So your body's feeling, uh, your mind's feeling great, but your body's not. So maybe count it as a pillar. Uh, the, the, the mind's strong right now, but the body's weak. Use the strength of the mind 
to make the right decisions, to do things, to force your body to do things that your mind knows it needs. If your mind's not there, but you've got the whole in intelligence, like you know what you should do, but you don't feel like doing it, that's mainly body, right? You do the physical things, and guess what? It will eventually, you'll see the rewards. That's interesting. So I don't know if you just said this. How does it work in the, the reverse? So what if your body is strong and your mind is weak? That helps you like... So body strong, uh, mind weak. Then guess what? You take, well, wait, I'm physically strong. I'm doing these things. I have willpower. I have, I have mental strength. I have the power of choice. Wait a minute. I feel good about myself. Ooh. I like who I'm becoming. Ooh. Like, see what the, all, how this totally translates into the psyche. Okay, I gotcha. So being, just, the, just being physically strong it makes you realize, hey, to be this strong, I had to accomplish. I had to have all these victories to get here. And so it gives you the confidence. It gives you, it reminds you of the mental strength that you have because you're like, look what I did. That's how I got here. So it's almost like being physically strong is just a reminder. If you forget, if you forget your confidence, you forget your, your mental strength, then you can kind of look at yourself and look, Hey, I just benched this much yesterday, or this is how strong I am. And it brings that back. Definitely. Dude. I think the, the communication is, is two arrows. The mind can communicate to the body. The body can communicate to the mind. So whatever is the weakest leg that you're standing on, like if the mind's weak, build the body. If the, if the body's weak, build the mind. Like, it's this mm -hmm. uh, that constant communion between the two. I like that. So that's something you and I have talked about a bunch over the years. And you've often told me whenever I talk about, yeah, how I was struggling with depression right now or whatever, you often say, man, she's got to get in the gym, bro. Like, get that girl lifting weights. And I'm always like, yeah, I know. And then I use my gentle leadership approach where I'm like, you know, hey, you know, you should really do this. And she's always been just like okay yeah i know and then nothing happens because it's that gentle thing so we get to that point okay yeah so and this has been an ongoing thing and i'm like i'm now i'm starting to self-analyze i'm like wait a second maybe my leadership i need to change this up a little bit not that i'm her leader quote unquote but you know like i can help her as as her partner so this week i tried your style and it worked like a charm and that's what I wanted to talk about because I think it's so interesting. And it'd be, I wish Vince could be here, but he has a family thing again tonight. So, but we can just talk about it. So I literally did. I thought, okay, what did Aaron do with me? And that's what I did. So Monday morning, um, she, we, that was Labor Day. So she had it off. I had it off. I let her sleep in a little bit, but basically like 7 a.m. I walked in and said, all right, let's do this. And I handed her a glass of water. I was like, here, drink this. I didn't say, will you drink this? I just, here, drink this. So she drank it. And then I filled it up, gave her a second one. Here, drink this. And she drank it. And then I immediately went and made a half dose of pre-workout, handed it to her. Here, drink this. And she drank it. I mean, just no question, just like someone's handing me something and it's probably good for me. So, you know, she just did it. And then I said, all right. After she took the pre-workout, I gave her about 10 minutes for things to kind of settle. And I said, all right, we're going downstairs to, the, to work out now. And she's like, okay. And she just followed my lead it was just like suggesting or, or saying here's what we're doing not do you want to just here's what we're doing and she went down and I taught her the lifts and we started basic um we're just we're doing the uh starting strength with the Mark Ripito programming basically so we do squats and bench press 
And that's all we did on Monday. So I showed her how to do the squat, most important. Then I showed her how to do the bench. And then Wednesday, back to work. So we woke up early and did it Wednesday. And then today on Friday, we woke up early and did it again. So she hit all of her workouts this week for the first time maybe ever. Um, and it was because I use your style instead of mine. It was, all right, here's, you know, I went in 5 a.m. <laughs> all right, here, here we go. Here's water, drink it. And, and we did it and she did it. And I still need to have the chat with her to talk, to reflect and say, all right, now, how did you feel this week? But I think she's liking it. And regardless of all the other things that are, are positives, it's been good for our relationship because now her and I get that like alone time in the morning. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> I see happening here is right now she's not making decisions on her own for her well-being. So you're basically jump like dick going dictator. You're, you're to the analogy, someone who's drowning, who doesn't know they're drowning, who doesn't take the life raft that you throw. You're jumping in and grabbing them, like compromising yourself. Like, all right, you no longer have the option. I'm taking over. That's that works. Oh, in that situation, at first, the end goal is this: she learns, he or she, anybody, you learn how to save yourself. She'll get to the point where she can make the call now. What she will allow in her life, well, she won't. So trust mm -hmm. me, there's an end goal to this. Like, all right, I'm I'm a plain dictator. I'm taking over uh, because it's what's needed right now. But you will learn how to swim. You will know how to make the call. Right. Yeah, I like that. Um, we're gonna pause here real quick because my baby's crying. I gotta go grab him. Had some technical difficulties there, but I'm back now. So I had to go upstairs to get my kid because he was crying. And so I brought him down here. So now he's in the background. He might chime in a couple times. So hopefully that doesn't disturb anybody. Whole another podcast. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, push through, push through. <laughs> oh, the balance between time and energy. Time and energy, not money and time. Time and energy. Yes, totally agree. So basically to summarize what we were talking about earlier, like things are going good. So we got our first full week under our belt and – um it's going good. I'm really happy with it. And trying so far, your strategy has worked out for me. Um, now I just need to, <laughs> you got any, can you think of any pitfalls that you've encountered that I need to watch out for? <laughs> Absolutely. Resistance, man. She may not be on board. She may not, not trust you. She may just be like, I'm done. Right. And there's this mm -hmm. level where she's going to possibly learn to hate herself even more because I mean, there's so many levels to this. Her own self, uh, self identity, how she views herself, the influence on that. Um, right. Th it's huge. The biggest thing is, is she has to trust the process, trust it, and go mm -hmm. with it, and let see it to its uh, to the end. To the yep. end. Like these people, like work out, whatever. Well, I don't want to get jacked. Uh, I don't want to get too muscly. Like, at one, I laugh because the amount of work it takes to do that. But also, I'm like, wait a minute. First, get there and then tell me that you don't like it. <laughs> I like that. The no, big no, thing no, is, a, to me, that's a cop out. The big thing is just getting strong because we know, and I don't know if everybody knows this, but like, being strong, in, in the words of Mark Ripito, he says, that strong people are harder to kill and more useful in general. And that's like a huge power like statement for me because 
Um, being harder to kill, that attracts, I mean, I guess that grabs me because I'm a man, because like pff, being harder to kill, that just sounds like a masculine thing. But ultimately that also means like, you know, it's, it's harder for you to die if you have more muscle mass. And that was another thing that I heard on a podcast uh, recently is like, you know, a lot of times dying when you get old is just wastage. It's just because you no longer have muscle mass left. Um, I even heard that, I know cancer does lots of terrible things, but a lot of what cancer does is destroy your muscle mass. And once you run out of that, then you just kind of, you're waste away. So like, and as we age, we lose muscle mass. So the more muscle we have, the longer we're going to live. So be stronger so that you're harder to kill. And also be stronger so that you're more useful to people. Like we want to help people in this world to make it better. You so want a higher capacity to serve. Exactly. Higher capacity to serve. To be able to do things with ease. I can't tell you, man. I... Higher capacity to serve people. Yep. And these weekend warriors, man. Like, this is how you get injured by... And, and, oh, this is how you get injured in the first place. All right, you're 25, you're 26, you're 30, you're 35. You got a Monday through Friday desk job. You're sitting on your ass all day. You never, you're not even doing pretty much nothing, right? You're coming home kind of exhausted. And then you get the, the courage to do some tennis or to do some foosball or whatever. And you're trying, your body's, your mind's writing a check that your body's trying to cash. None of the, the ligaments, the tendons, the muscles, they were, only thing they were ready for was to sit at a desk and atrophy and sit there and rot. But now yeah. you have to do, guess what? You already know this, D. Coming in a, t- towards the weekend, we're going to do something crazy. And those joints and ligaments haven't been actually uh, trained and strengthened snap 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 (laughs) yeah and then you get this like this this is crazy to me but like people my age which i'm i'm 30 here soon but like even before that people at like 22 and 23 they go to get up off the floor and like oh i'm getting old and i'm like are you kidding me like it's always it's it's always yeah it's always a joke with people but I mean, the truth of the matter is it was difficult for them to get off the ground because since they graduated three years ago, they stopped exercising and lifting weights or whatever. And so their body has atrophied and they no longer can do easy things. (laughs) Like, that's scary to me. Like, I don't want that. I got to be careful what I say. Yeah. Well, this was this was kind of a tangent anyway about strength. Um, the big thing I wanted to focus on with this podcast was um, like the leadership style thing, and then this will make a great segue into my next thing. So I wanted to ask, since we're talking about strength, how your workouts are going, and it's kind of a rhetorical question because you and I are like best friends. We talk all the time, and I know that it's been a struggle for you to get in the gym. So I have a solution for you, my friend, and it is the biannual. Bloodthirsty pugs, strength lifting meat. That's what I'm. T- that's what I'm calling it. So, <laughs> so what this is is I listened to a podcast uh, a couple of days ago with Mark Ripito, of course, because I learned everything about strength from him, and he's a genius. And he was talking about why it's so important that people who lift weights join and compete in a powerlifting meet. And so I thought that was interesting because I've never done that before, and I've been lifting for a while. So I listened I to it, and his frequency complacency like yeah i I mean even if i'm working out i'm not like oh i I found a good spot my workout no 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 are you being challenged because guess what what a challenge is is 
You're going to put your strength against another man's or another woman. And you're going to compare. And that hits a whole new level. Yep, I totally agree. And that was kind of his major point is like, the, he said, the minute that you sign up for a powerlifting meet, the minute that it's on the calendar, and especially if you set an entry fee, you now have purpose for your workouts. So his whole point was like, you know, if you know you have to be somewhere and you have to perform your best in six months or whatever it is, then every time you go into the gym, you know that every action you take is either making you better or worse towards that goal. And I mean, it's just like signing up for a, sport, a sports team or whatever. If you're on the football team and you know you have a game coming up, um, your practice, you're going to take that serious because you got to compete here soon. So I thought that was just interesting. Super Check interesting. this out. Let me, let me add this. What's the point of creating an incentive? What's the point of setting up accountability? What's the point of kind of um, coercing the things that you, that you know you should do? You get almost like you bait yourself. The end mm-hmm. goal is this. At the end of the day, you will come to love what you do. Then it becomes easy as breathing. Yeah. So same same kind of deal with the with the strength lifting me is like you're coercing yourself to get stronger, but then once you're stronger, you're gonna love it and you're gonna want to continue to get stronger. Because this this is how this feeds into your your IDD. Is now it's this is what I do. This is who I am. It becomes a part of your identity, a part of your makeup. Then, since it's a part of your identity, a part of your makeup, it's a part of your daily routine. Just as yes, your hair, exactly. brushing your teeth, putting on dressing to impress. Like. So what I want to do, I didn't even explain what, what my idea completely is yet. Like, So I want to host just like they would, like a powerlifting meet, but I just want to do it among our social circle of friends, basically, because we got like five guys we know work out. So um, I know that my brother Aaron lifts regularly, and I do, and you do. So we got at least three, and we could do it with three. Um, but we know Vince works out, um, and I don't know, I don't know where he's at with that now. But um, I'd like to pitch him this idea and see if he's in too, because that would give him another motivator. And then my brother Caleb started working out again, and he's pretty strong. So I mean, it's mostly my brothers, and then you, me, and Vince. But like. That would be fun. I mean, five guys who work out, it would be fun for us all to work out together for one. But two, like I want to, so I want to have everybody over to my house, come down to my basement where I've got a whole power rack set up and I've actually got enough to do. We could have two things going at once. We could have like bench going on over here and squat going on over here. But, um, and we all come down and we basically, it's just like a powerlifting meet. We're going to, we'll talk together and pick which ones we want to do, but we'll do like squat, overhead press and uh, deadlift. And maybe we could add bench press if we want. But for me, I, I love overhead press way more. Yeah, dude. And what we can do, um, right, on, right on chalkboard, last PR, last lift. So it could be people can fall out. It could be a month, six months, one year. The last time you came here, this is what you did. And you date it. Yeah. I like that. Yep. So, and it basically, it's a PR day. It's kind of like, kind of like you said earlier. Um, so we all just get together and exactly. And there's a little bit of competition between us guys, but like ultimately that doesn't really matter as much. It's more about making yourself better. Well, that's, that's the biggest competition is, is against yourself. You're trying to tell yourself who you want to be. Mm-hmm. 
And I want to go, like, I got all kinds of fun ideas for it. Like, um, we can uh, throw some money together and get some t-shirts for ourselves for the Bloodthirsty Pugs biannual blah, blah, blah. Thing. Oh, can, um, we, can we add in, like, a 50-yard dash? Yeah, we could. I mean, that's not really strength. That's oh, more I mean, something else, but your sprint, dude. That's your deadlift. That's your lunge. That your that's your squat. Your sprint, like so. What's your time? Like, click, click. Like, all right, boom. Like, all all of that which we do will will translate to your sprint. Yeah, I I definitely agree. But the other thing that translates to your sprint is like how much you weigh, what your body fat percentage is. So if you want to have a faster sprint, you have to include, improve your strength and all those things. But then you also have to worry about decreasing body fat and that I, I don't really want to worry about that element check this out baby one you're talking power to weight ratio if we're going to talk cars right lighter the car bigger the engine the faster the pull right the faster the move well guess what you do that you're set but it's all about pr who you know you're competing against other guys but your personal record so we've got a baseline what will you do next time you see those numbers jump like hmm. wow and here's the best part you can talk with your buddies you can talk with your friends Talk about it throughout the week, right? Keep the camaraderie going. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you you and you alone are working in the gym. Like there's a self yeah. there's a position of self-reliance taking over here. Yes, I totally agree. I think it'll improve the camaraderie that'll happen every week until the meet. And um yeah, I think that sounds great. If everybody else and you know, if people don't want to do it, they don't have to. It can just be like people you participate if you want to, but oh, I really oh, like they that. can watch. Yeah. Watch greatness being built. <laughs> so so my two other ideas is that i would like to if we can all handle being vulnerable i would like to live stream it so um i don't know if how many people are, will be listening to bloodthirsty pugs or care about it at that point um but who cares like we are creating something we're being an example and we are doing something that most people are not which is lifting weights and getting strong so I think it'd be really fun to have like a webcam set up on the rack to kind of show all the lifts and everything, and then maybe have a wide angle that kind of shows everybody there, and we can talk to the people. If anybody's watching live stream, we can make it kind of a thing. And if there's only two people watching, who cares? It's fine. Um, and then my second idea, because um, I, I think this would just be great, is at the end of it all, we cook a bunch of steaks, and we have like we we as men we just eat steaks and drink beer and just have like a great like celebration. What about a hog roast? That'd be cool. I don't know how to do that, but... <laughs> and what awesome. about this whole ga- gaff thing you're talking about? Maybe we can cl- uh, add it all together, man. So we're doing some PR day. We're eating some hog, and we're drinking some Oktoberfest beer. <laughs> now, waiver... Uh, not waiver. Uh, advice. Beer is an oxymoron. It's contraindicated. But we're indulging, <laughs> and we're having yeah. fun. So... That's why we do that. Yeah, the idea is just to celebrate. Like, we all got together, and maybe a lot of us or some of us set personal records, and maybe we beat personal records. So, um, we celebrate together, and that'd be cool. So, I don't think, I mean, the gaff is only a month away, so I don't think we'll be able to do it by then. But um, every six months, we do this. We have another one scheduled, and we, we set PRs for ourselves, and then hopefully beat it, and then we celebrate together. I think it'd be great. I love it. I love it. That's cool. I've been waiting all week. Uh, I thought of it on like Monday or Tuesday and I wanted to call you and tell you about it, but I was like, I'm going to wait till I got Vince and Aaron on the podcast. I'm going to tell them about it live. (laughs) All right. Well, that's what I got for today. So we talked about our uh, different leadership styles and I'm going to keep rolling with, um, like I said, I'm trying yours out and it's working so far. I'm going to keep rolling with that. 
and I'm going to talk to the other dudes, talk to Vince and my brothers about the, uh, the strength lifting meet and see if we got anybody else that might want to do that as well. And uh, we'll get that set up. It's kind of like not saying your wife's a horse, but like taking the horse to the walk, to the well or to the, to the pond. Mm-hmm. He's, they always say you can't make it drink. Well, no, no, you, you grab that thing by the head and you make it drink. But, <laughs> Cause you know what you need it, it. You know, it needs it. Like, yep. <laughs> it's the same thing with the fa- like a father disciplining their, his child. You don't like doing it, but you know the good it's going to produce. And you rely on that to go against wh- how you feel about it. Like, this, uh, yeah, I, I to do it, I have to. The hard part about that is like that makes sense to me. That makes sense as a dad. Like, okay, I get for a kid, he doesn't know any better. I have to do that. But when you're talking about another adult, that's where it's hard. It's it was hard for me, but I'm kind of getting it now. Like, to to coerce somebody or really put, you know, you're you're not saying no. You have to do this if it'll never come to that but it's more of just like a it's it's like a pressure like okay here we go let's go let's go do it like <laughs> it's it's it works so bro bro there's something primitive about that trust me like you get around extra a lot of men you get around a lot of, a lot of women like there's a level of hierarchy what was it like Karl Marx no matter what body of people uh order hierarchy will be established like there will be there will be a, a pecking order. There is a Karen in your group, like a Karen, like Karen, like that girl always just being Karen. There's always that guy. <laughs> order will always be established. There will be yeah. a pecking order, consciously or subconsciously. It, it just happens. So then adults are willing. So I see what you're saying. So then adults will be willing to follow direction if somebody gives leadership, especially if it's leadership that you know, will make them better Then adults will follow that. That makes sense. Dude, absolutely. And the goal is take that. Now you were once a follower. Now you're a leader. Find somebody else and do the same, what somebody has done for you. And that is the, that is the definition of, of the good of man. Yeah. Pay it forward. Someone's filling up your cup, fill up somebody else's cup. When your cup overflows, pour into people. When someone pours into you. Cool part is teaching is accountability in itself. How's that? Oh, yeah, because if you're teaching somebody something, then you have to do it. <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to call you a hypocrite. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been great, man. Um, we had like, we missed one week of podcast episodes. So last week, I wasn't able to air one because we just, everything came up and everything. So, um tonight i might try to edit this and uh, make this live tonight that way we only missed one episode and um trying to keep the continuity so I'm hey, glad D, we're back do you think we should ask them like maybe there's some topics they want us to cover maybe there's something like they'd like to add i don't know if they can get a hold of you email you or or something where if it's something that's pressing where they need like some house outsider's opinion yeah i mean we could we can um if anybody has any suggestions or anything like that, you can email bloodthirstypugs at gmail.com and just whatever you think. I mean, if it's suggestions or if you have a question or if you need help with anything, you could definitely do any of that. But I mean, as of right now, I think we have like eight listeners total and like two of those might be Taylor and Tiernan. So there might be, I mean, 
either way, I'm happy. If there's even if it's just one person out there that's listening, that's pretty cool because <laughs> I mean, what we're talking about has got to be entertaining enough for one person. So, but yeah, if anybody wants to contribute, that that would be great. We can talk about whatever. Continue to grow. I want to start making videos here soon. We have a YouTube channel. Um, I just need some, and I have the skills for it. I just need some ideas. We'll start posting more. I can't wait to paint my face. I look good, baby. I am sexy. I'm in it to win it. Like, I'm feeling <laughs> good. I'm feeling lethal. I'm feeling deadly. I'm winning right now. Yeah, I really, I've, I've gone back and forth about this and I keep wanting to do it, but I really want to make our video idea that we have, um, and not to spoil it too much for other people, but the basic idea is a restaurant that guarantees you that they'll make you fit. And you go in there and you look at the menu and they have all kinds of stuff on there. I mean, they have everything from just a salad to like triple chocolate meltdown and you can order whatever you want, but you're going to get something in return that encourages you or discourages, or discourages you from eating healthy. You. I want to, I want to do it. I, you know, it'll be fun. So, all right, well, this is good, man. Um, we'll, we'll do another one here soon and try to get something for next Friday as well. So thanks for, uh, thanks for making time for me, bro. Dude, always. I'll see you later. Take care, man. <laughs>